0: And then complain
1: Welcome to episode 279 of Taking the Charge podcast with you from Regensburg, Germany. I'm David Hein of High News. Thank you for stopping by. So another week, two weeks into January, and we have our second Adidas Next Generation tournament coming up this weekend in Kaunas in Lithuania. I'm on the road heading out tomorrow, bright and early, and... Uh, Heading to Kaunas through Warsaw and Vilnius. Vilnius. And, um, yes. <laughs> very much looking forward to it. And, and, and I have no problem saying this. I am very happy not to have the balls at this event. And, uh, I, actually, you know, I probably should look at the schedule. Maybe they, maybe they're off and, and, uh, and, uh, and come down and, and so, we get a little bit of the circus. Uh, but I'm happy. I'm happy. I've said it on the show a couple times already. I'm ha- so happy that they did not. Do- I guess apparently, uh, German team Giesen had uh, made it, uh, had been talking to the ball agent, ball family agent, about coming to Germany. And uh, I'd probably have to spend more time up in Geisen. I'd probably uh want. I've never been to Geeson, so I can't say that's whether whether that's a good or a bad thing. But you know, I'm just not a I'm just not a circus fan, and uh, so yeah. So I'll have to uh, get to avo- avoid that, which is very cool. And um, um yeah. So uh, before we get too much further, uh, let you know you can get in contact with the show. You can go to. You can go to High News, uh, and uh, you can uh, go through the contact information there. High News com. You can go to uh, the the email address is High News at gmx I am on Twitter at High News H E I N N E W S. You can go to Patreon, support the show. Thank you for all the f- fabulous people who have uh, supported the show. Um, seeing seeing money come in, uh, and, uh, for this work is, is absolutely amazing. And, uh, I tip my hat to you and you are fully appreciated. And, um, and on Facebook, you can go to Facebook. Uh, you can uh, look at taking the charge podcast, uh, put that in the search bar, taking the charge podcast, and you can find us there. Okay. I think that's all, uh, plenty of ways to get in contact with us nobody gets in contact with us so i don't know why i keep saying that but you know in case somebody wants to know that's how you can reach us um yeah so adidas next generation tournament i had a piece out yesterday uh, on went on tuesday looking at um sort of each of the teams uh if you go to highnews.com who to watch at the adidas next generation tournament count us uh, so you can go there, check out that piece. I'm not gonna give everything away. Um, that's not really super secretive at all, anyhow. But um, yeah, so just kind uh, of run run down the show a little bit. Yeah, um, um, the CFPB Incept team—it's gonna be very different. Uh, you you lost a lot of the guys there. Um, even even though you look at the ske- you look at the team, and from the sick from the a uh, from the from the championship winning team. There's actually six guys back, uh, but but really only three of them. Uh, only really three of them did much, and um, uh, three of them are 2001 borns. Uh, you know, Chupas and and Dusso Yuvo, uh, who yeah they were doing a little bit of stuff, and and a job really didn't do anything. Crusoe and Miem a little bit, um, so. Uh, but you know this is a team that. Okay. You could say they're rebuilding, but you know, you look at uh, you look at one, two, three, f- four, five, six, seven guys. Seven guys on this uh, on this roster um, w- won the U16 championship, U- European championship this summer, this past summer in uh, in Portugal. That being Crusol, Miam, uh, Bacho, Pacho, um Kareen, and Diallo. So. You know, okay, that's not Hayes and it's uh, not uh, Maladon, uh, but you know some of those guys had big roles on that team. Said had really solid roles on that team. So uh, you know this is a team that has some champions in it. Uh, but again, I I, I it's uh, it would surprise me if they really if they really do well. Um, the CSKA Moscow team. It's a team that only lost two games last year. If you put everything together, you know, in, in, in Kaunas and in the finals, they lost to Shagiris in the final in Kaunas, and then lost to CFBB in the in group play in Istanbul. That's all they lost, you know. And they get and they have five players back. You know, Airshov's back. He was the MVP of Kaunas. You know, he can light it up uh, from. The, uh, uh, um, he can you know just score from wherever. Uh, Victor Lakin, who was on the uh, Russia team at the under 16. European Championship this past summer, and, uh, you know, so both of those guys will be be important players, uh, Vasily Pos- Posretnikov, you know, he looked like a, a world beater the first two games uh, in Canas last year, and then uh, went scoreless with a minus two PIR in the second two games combined, so, and then really didn't do much in Istanbul, so it's going to be kind of uh, interesting to see what he does. Uh, you then have um, you do have uh, Dennis Kovalev who was uh, who was on the under16 team this past summer. and uh, and Hishon, he can he can really score. He had seven three pointers in the uh, U18 Junior League in, in Russia. and then you also have uh, Pavel uh, Zakharov uh, 2001 born on loan from Zenit uh, St. Petersburg. Uh, so a couple of interesting guys there, Fenerbahce, um, you look back and you think, you look at Fenerbahce and you say, oh, they finished sixth in in, in last year, like, oh, they didn't really do that well, but they ended up winning two games, I think they beat the Le- uh, late Vos Ritos, if I'm not mistaken, uh, in order to uh, keep them from, from reaching the final, FF, uh, that, that, of course, last year was with... Um, uh the big guy, who's been there three years. Um, but So this is going to be a real different team than that. Efat Terpanchi is back. Is, is, uh, you get uh, Kochak, Adam Bayrak, and the Donut brothers, Erchan and Saratin. Uh You also have a couple of kids from the under-16 under European Championship that finished fifth to go to the World Cup, that being um, Ismail Karabalian, uh, Shem uh, Shiri Chiriman, and Erkam uh, Sanchakli, and uh, I was just told that there's another another nice player on this team. 2002 born, Sapra uh, David David Mutaf, and uh, brother of uh, um, Maxim Mutaf. Can't remember the exact name, but uh, so yeah, gonna be interesting to see what these guys can do. Uh, you do have a couple of guys who pro- perform pretty high level at the under-16s. Uh, Kimke, uh, welcome to welcome back to the uh, AMJT. Uh, this is the first time they've been here since 2011-12 campaign. Dmitry Gada- uh, Karashnikov, who, um, who was actually uh, one of 10 2001-more 10, players on this Kimke team, and uh, he had a big... He had a pretty good tournament at the under-16s for Russia. You know, they end up going down, but he had a game of 13 points and 20 rebounds against Sweden. And um, also had uh, Konstantin Shevchuk, who helped Russia get two back to the Division A at the the 16 level. And um, so Litvos-Ritos, I tell you what, man, this is one of the most interesting teams I've ever seen them. Uh, you you start off with Demantas Vilios, who you know a lot of people know him, uh, and then the the other two guys, you know, two other guys who had who had pretty solid roles were uh, Mikolas Astrauskas and Simas y- uh, Yaraupas-kas. Um But 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 there's a lot of interesting names, man. I mean, uh, after that you look at uh, Davidas Servididas, uh, you know, he only played one game last year, uh, sweet lefty, um, and, you know, he played the first game and then sat out the rest of the tournament, which was really unfortunate. He's already, He made his uh, his Lithuanian uh, pro debut last year, has gotten in two games in the EuroCup this season, as a, f- a former uh, son of a former player and um, who is now a coach in the second division. Um, and, you know, sons, a couple of other super-famous sons, Augustus Martialonis, yeah, Marshalonis, Šarūnas. Uh, Marshalonis 2002-born uh, son. Uh, unclear how much he's going to take part and and be a factor in this in this team. Uh, I think probably Tomas Pasechnas, uh son of the former Lithuanian international in the same name, uh, who went to the '96 Olympics and the 2098 uh, 1998 uh, FIBA Basketball World Cup. They're both on there, uh, and in. And it's not even over. I mean, you have Marek Blazovic, who um, averaged a double-double, double 16 and almost and ten and a half rebounds, plus a block and a half at the under sixteens. Uh, you had uh, you had Azulas Tubilas, who averaged five and four as a two thousand born player, two thousand two born player last year, and then you also got the big guy um, Jonas Pauskas Pauska. Uh, who's uh, towering it over in uh, at 2.19 meters. So that's like uh, 274, maybe somewhere around there. I'm kind of bad at my meter uh, transcription. Is that right? (laughs) Anyhow. uh, Yeah, so Lift Ritos, you know, they've been to the final... They haven't been to the finals uh, in a few years. They are the 2012 champions, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they beat Fenerbahce in 2012. So yeah, super interesting team. This is a, is a super, um, is a fantastic uh, floor general, and should be interesting to see Stella Zura. Um, if you want to look at Italian talent, you know you're not going to see very much necessarily in this team. Look at Conti. You know he played at the under 16s two summers ago. And, um, uh, but you know, the absolute, you know, the absolute gem of this team is Paula Boa, uh, Cameroon kid has only been, uh, in Italy since 2015. I wrote a feature about him, uh, about this time last year, uh, only been playing the game about three years, NBA body, uh, NBA athleticism, Um uh, they're looking to move him from the small forward to the shooting guard. And uh, you know he he had a bad tournament last year in, in Belgrade and and uh, even was forced to set out a game from from the team. And yeah, there, he's gonna be looking to, to to light it up, knowing that uh, you know there's not uh, you know people are gonna want to start seeing him perform at, uh, at, at big tournaments and, and this is uh, this is a good, a good chance for him to, to do that. Um, a couple of Cameroon players. Uh, a guard at uh, 1.91 meters, and then there's a there's uh, there's a couple of big uh, African big men, um, 210 meter Russell uh, Cheva from from Cameroon. You also have uh, 2.11 meter Congolese Yannick Nusa uh, from 2003 born, and then 2001 born kid. I'm really looking forward to seeing him from South Sudan, 2.13 13 meter center dut Mabur, so it'll be interesting to see those kids uh and then you know uh, i've never seen dalf panopio the the uh philippine italian little guard and uh, so it'll be interesting to see what he can do 2000 2000 born so maybe he can even get in the into that philippine team for the uh u18 uh, age championship this summer um you know, admittedly, they don't have much Italians at the 2000 generation this club, but they do have Lorenzo Donadon, uh, Dona, Donadio. And then at the 2002 born, you have a Bremo Pena. And then 2003, you have a Matteo Spagnolo. So uh, interesting to see those kids, see what they can do. Uh, moving on to VF Riga. Um, they only had two guys uh, in the generation 99-born generation last year on the team and uh but they're going to miss some guys you know the Masoulis is not there Viveris is not there schnipka is not there um but you know c- c- there are more than a f- few guys who are there um oscars Hebaliksk- Hebal- something like that um uh a a uh, latvian international player already uh, was actually born in warsaw uh, Rodrigo Boomeisters was there last year and probably have a bigger role Hermanovskis uh, is also coming back and uh, you also have 2001 born player Hermes Krumens who had a big tournament at the under 16s and then you also have a 2002 born in uh, Tom's Lipins. so the reigning champs uh, four time reigning champs and five time winners of this tournament in Kaunas Last time Shagiris lost a qualifying tournament game was in was in the 2012 uh, 13 season in uh, in Cholet when the Countess tournament was not uh, taking place, but it was in Cholet. Um, and yeah, this is a this is going to be another loaded team, and uh, you know it's going to be interesting to see what what uh, what shakes out on this in this thing. Uh, you got Rokos, you could buy this who you know people he's he's already he's already shown that there's plenty of reasons to know and love the kid um even before he dropped 31 on the ball brothers in the, in the youth Lithuanian youth league, youth league game uh whatever it was last week week and a half ago uh you know this kid is is taken taken uh, his game and, and really stepped it up you know last year in this tournament you know he he in my eyes he should have been on the alternative team. Uh, you know he put up 17 in the, in the final uh, stage game against against Moscow against Cisco Moscow to get them to the final and then uh, put up 18 and six assists in the final uh including a big three-pointer in the final minute to get them uh to get them over the hump and beating cfPB um yeah it, it's you know he averaged ten points, five and a half, almost five and a half assists, three rebounds at the uh, under nineteen World Cup World Cup last year, and it's just going to be great to see him. Uh, you know, it's always fun. I always enjoy watching Rokas, and you know, this just another chance to see him. Uh, Marty Martinez Arlauskas, another big part of that 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 uh, both the Shagiris uh, campaign, but also the the um, European U sixteen. Uh, U16, championship U16 in, uh, 2016 when they won the silver medal. I lost, cause he's even played four games already in the EuroLeague. So, you know, he's, he's definitely taken a huge step forward and be, uh, it's going to be good to see him. And, you know, you, you also have Venskos, you know, Eric, uh, Ericas Venskos, uh, and this dude's just a super, uh, super efficient around the basket and, uh, You know he he doesn't want any of the any of the the spotlight or anything like that. He's just you know all out baller and and good great low post player and and um, you know a silent guy who's not gonna you know he's not gonna do anything wrong. He's gonna do whole whole lot of stuff right. Uh, Volodymyr uh, Markovetsky, the big Ukrainian, two sixteen meters. you know, this will be the third time that he's been as a tournament. And, you know, he hasn't really done much yet. And so it'll be a big chance for him to, to kind of shine this time. Gidruas um, Bergaudas, uh, another low-post player. There's a there's a little bit in there. Um, and it'll be interesting to see how he's developed and he's been able to kind of uh, take his game and, and become a little bit more aggressive and use some of that some of that nice movement that he's got um there's the Consalereses uh no no relations modestas was at the under 16 this past year average 9 and 7 uh and he'll be then a year younger he was here he was at the tournament last year and you also have um uh you have three other kids from two, now, 2001 uh generation Larina Larinas Vastaras uh, Gabriela Shelka and Noyus uh, Pankarats, Pankarets, Pankratyevas. Sorry about the name on that one. Uh, Vast- Vastaras is uh, Vastaros is definitely the guy to watch of those guys. You know, he was the captain of the under sixteen team last year. Um, had just been coming back from a from a, from a major injury. I, I want to say he broke his leg. Even I can't remember exactly what it was. Um, scored twenty one against Israel. Had eight and ten against Finland. Nine and nine against Montenegro and was the captain of the team, and uh, he was also the flag bearer for Lithuania at the uh, 2017 European Youth Olympics Festival. Um, So, yeah, um, a lot of interesting kids, and, uh, yeah, really looking forward to seeing this tournament and seeing if anybody can beat Jaegeris. It's been a long time since anybody has in this tournament. You know, they haven't really been... They really haven't done things uh, at, the, uh, at the, uh, fi- in the finals yet. A&JT in the finals in, in, in quite some time. So we'll see how they... Um well, first, got to get there. And, and in my opinion, in my opinion, they got to win this tournament. Because, you know, if they don't win this tournament, they're not going to be in, in, in Belgrade. You know, um, you look at the, the record there. They've been in 13 of the 15 uh, tournaments, and... Let's see if I can find it real quick. Uh, yeah, here we go. Um, thirteen of the last fifteen. Uh, thirteen of the fifteen, and the last time the last time they made the final uh, was 2011, when they lost uh, when they lost to um, when they lost to Darius Saric and KK Zagreb when Saric had the uh, triple double in the final. So, you know. 2011. It's a long time. 2013. 2013 was the last time they did not play. Uh, of course, that was the year when they lost to to Letos Ritos in the in the Chalet final. And they've been back ever since. 13 to 15. I don't think they're going to get a wild card if they don't win this tournament. Uh, of course, that's just personal opinion. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. I, I, uh, okay. Uh, as far as I know, all those games are going to be shown on the on the YouTube channel for of um, of Uh Don't quote me one hundred percent on that, but I'm pretty sure that's what's gonna how it's gonna go. Uh, so if you go to Shagiris' YouTube channel, you can check out all those games, and uh, so it should be some great action. Uh, let's move to the interviews uh, this week. Uh, I'm gonna uh, gonna do a couple of them couple of shorter uh, interviews uh one I talked to um Alexei uh Alexei Nikolic of the Slovenian national team plays for Bamberg caught up with him after one of the recent Bamberg games uh just see how things are going with him and and you know the aftermath of the European champion title run and uh how things are going there and then I talked to Sergio Scariolo who uh, who was at the Adidas Next Generation tourna- tournament in Hospitalet he was watching his son Alessandro play so talked to him he's also the Spanish national team coach talked about the um talked about national team stuff talked about the youth, youth national team stuff in Spain and talked about his fa- uh, about his son and and a bunch of other things. So first uh, we're going to do uh, Aki Nikolic and then move on to Sergi, Sergio Scariolo. So enjoy those and we will catch you on the other side. I think it was a 10-point deficit with about four and a half minutes left. They didn't score another point. Let me just talk about what the meaning of this victory for you guys.
2: Uh, just bounce back. Obviously we, we lost... Uh, last two uh, Himke himki and uh, csk so we kind of needed that win to you know just uh, to keep on going and uh, i think well deserved didn't play uh, as good as we could but also olympiakos till let's say uh, that last stretch they they were pretty they were playing uh, pretty solid, but then in the end I, I just uh, the willingness of this team you know to never quit to always play till the end is always there and uh, we we show that in previous games and uh, also in this one uh, to come back and uh, and give everything and win the game and for us is. Uh, kind of a boost of confidence for sure because you know they were number one uh, and one of the favorites to go all the way so uh, we keep on going from this for sure so it's a long season and uh, uh, it's been fun so far for sure Uh,
1: mentioning long season you know, this is the first season where you're really going at it with the, you know, with the Euroleague as well. What's this like for you? Uh, you know, just all these extra games, you know, all these League games and then the BBL games where you're also trying to get more minutes as well. Uh, it's, it's
2: great. It's great. I, I try to, you know, in every game to, to do my best, give, give everything, give what the team needs and uh, simply get better. And uh, in every game try to have fun, you know, and playing uh, in EuroLeague against the best, it's for me like the most fun for sure, like for everyone I would guess, but also in BBL, you know, uh, uh, it's also there, it's tough to play and uh, the games... uh, they just come good for me, you know, and uh, I try to get maximum from them and, you know, that's it. It's it's kind of new for me, you know, it's the first time I'm really with the first team and everything. and uh, But uh, I'm not really thinking about, like, if it's hard or not, you know, I just go game by game like everyone. And, uh, You're
1: young and you have plenty of energy. Exactly, exactly. I'm young and <laughs> you I, gotta I help, just go. Help some of these older go. guys.
2: That's it, that's it. I just go. But the older guys, you know, they, they help me, you know, also. Yeah. With, Uh, saying how to play and you know give me you know, and listen to them for sure you know Uh, Nikos. you know i've been with him three years now and really he's he's been my mentor and uh, uh, it's it's great also to play with him you know exciting every day every every day every practice every game so
1: how long ago is you know middle of september (laughs) istanbul where you know where you played a pretty big role in that team you know, after you know, not really playing a lot here in your first, se- you know, last season a lot. You you know, you came in and you you know, also in the final with your with the two big guys down. How far how far away is that? I mean, <laughs> I mean, I saw you laugh, of course, but but how far is that? I mean, I,
2: I would say like this: uh, it's not far, but it is far because simply because you know you cannot like stay in the past. Uh, I'm a guy that want to go like forward and. Trying to look that I want to get better, you know, and uh, uh, for sure uh, what I played there with the whole team did was unbelievable. And uh, like how I played there, like I was happy with it, and all my teammates, you know, they kind of uh, expected that from me to, to you know, just play, play my game. And uh, uh, I guess you know, in the end, all worked out. And amazing. It, it, it was amazing, like you say but as far as like if it's far or not you know new season started pretty quickly then after so you kind of gotta for, forget about it which is even though you don't li- want to yeah exactly it's a little bit tough but you know we, we are all professionals we we are uh, we do this we, we play the sport and it is how it is and you know like i said i move forward and get get better every day it doesn't stop for me there you know you just get, I'm 22 it's a long way for me still and uh, I'm trying to keep on going
1: um, a couple of weeks ago uh, was the first window and and in a couple of months you have the second window of the the FIBA World Cup qualifiers did you watch the games uh, uh, and you know just maybe what do you think about the whole uh, the whole system
2: uh, it's it's a rough I would say it's a rough system in a way that, you know, not all the players can come and play. Uh, but you know, it is what it is. We cannot really do nothing about it, players, and um, I watched the team and uh, basically it, it didn't change a lot as far as like game and uh, how we approach games and that's how it should be. And um, okay, we. We lost the game against Spain, which was was a tough one on the road, for sure. Yeah, but uh, still, the guys fought like we did in the previous Eurobasket, and that's like in a way the most important thing for us, because like, we are young and coming like, coming up, you know, and, and it's a new gotta, coach. Yeah, and a new coach also, so it's got to be like that, and you know, that's a really positive thing, I believe, you know. So you know, 1-1 so far, I think it's not really that bad, and it's uh, also a long way for the qualifiers. and. We'll see how it goes from window to window, and uh, how it goes to to the, the years. Let's say.
1: How much, how, how, how much would have you would you have glad, like wanted to be in Ljubljana for that first game, going back to the home guys, and you know yeah. after after winning the title for them, really to you know say hey thanks to you.
2: Yeah, I wanted to be there, you know, for sure. Like everyone else, it couldn't come, uh, but you know, like I said before players we can we cannot influence you know the decisions that FIBA make and EuroLeague make in a way we gotta we have to respect that you know and uh, you know so what can I say it was hard like you know not to go but in a way then when you cannot you cannot do nothing about it I couldn't get stuck up to it you know like stuck in that uh, mindset you know and just like be like okay I cannot come it's gonna be time later for sure and I'll be there
1: I mean you know the June July window is, is definitely possible how much are you looking forward to that then I mean you know that's where your chance where you are gonna yeah, be able yeah. to
2: play uh, for sure I'm looking forward to it but like June and July is I know far, far, far. away
1: you know well, with a championship exactly and Euroleague, yearly, right, yeah, no, yearly quarterfinals you
0: know, <laughs> and everything but uh,
2: I'm um, like I said for sure now going to the national team is huge excitement after this huge win you know like like it has been before that don't get me wrong and uh, i always really enjoy to represent my country and uh, for sure every time that i can go there is really fun and uh, as far as the june and july window which is like the big option you know to go it'll be fun but in a way it's a long way for there I'm here now, and the season is with Brosa Bambers so far. So,
1: um, you know, you guys have some injuries right now. You're able to beat this team uh, at home. You know, wh- what do you what do you guys think is in for the season?
2: Uh, f- yeah, we, we miss some players, but uh, with this team, you know, we kind of have players that we really don't want to like think about who is who is missing. Just playing with what we have. And I believe that's also a way to maybe win games, even uh, with the sh- uh, short roster, I guess you know. But um, with players coming back later, uh, it should be uh, fun, I guess you know. Also, Dayan uh, will join us uh, after uh, half of the season, January, so also he can bring, uh, I think, a lot of. Uh, size in our game so I think that should be also exciting so I, w- I won't say like too much about it but you know we go game by game we don't want to be too much uh, let's say on radar you know we get we're gonna be low and gonna and attack everyone uh, that comes in our way or you know so we just play them the game and have fun
1: coach we're here at this next generation tournament and you had a coaching clinic today maybe you've done so many of these Maybe, what do you get out of a coaching clinic uh, when you start preparing what you want to teach and what, what, what things uh, do you kind of do?
3: <laughs> I have a basic principle. I only speak about what I do on the floor with my teams or in this case since it was a basically coaching clinic addressed towards um, young team coaches. What we want to do in the next years with the Spanish uh, um, young national teams from the academy under 12, under 13, towards uh, the, you know through the under 16, under 18, under 20, and then to the first team. So we want to create a continuity of uh, of uh, making some somehow uniform and and and. Uh, um, Continues from one category to the next one to the next one, preparing players to to, to compete in the in the first team, uh, having already known a system uh, methodological and and also tactical for what we do on the floor. That's basically the idea. We want to to uh, play. A high number of possession in transition, without stopping the ball and calling a set play, going in a flow and learning to to read the game, um, without without any, uh, I mean, having high number of possession where we don't have to stop and and to reset and call a set play, playing in a flow, or playing in transition. This is the main idea of the of the clinic.
1: Um, if you look at the past past calendar year, 2017. Let's start with sort of the youth level. You, you know, U20. Uh, they didn't make a medal for the first time I think in 10 years. Um, and then you had a the, the under 16s did not qualify for the for the under 17 World Cup. Um, off the top of my head, I can't remember what the 18s did. Did um, me just in general silver. silver? They lost to Serbia in the in the final. Okay. Um, in general your thoughts about how the year went uh, at the youth level for for the national teams
3: we have clear that uh, physically we are we are worse than most of the teams athletically and physically most of the team we face that the coach level is growing everywhere that we have uh, always less days of training camp and less uh, friendly game to prepare championship that basically anybody else uh, we have a very tough situation because, you know, the the, the rest of the countries is is growing, and uh, uh, our Spanish player, due to the fact that most of Spanish big Spanish teams are recruiting basically everywhere in the world, uh, according to the to the Spanish league rules, um, they have an advantage of of getting best players all over the world to make them become available, eligible for, for uh, uh, the, the you know, main competition, the ACB competition, so we have less and less Spanish players uh, at the top junior level, and when they are, they are barely into a main role, I mean, most they are mostly um, stuck into role player situation, which is a pretty tough situation, we have to, you know, Stay with us, stay with us and, and find a way to, to make our, our, uh, our time get used better, our players get used better to find a way, figure out a way to keep competing even though we know absolutely, even though, even though we know that absolutely the, the situation of a few years ago is impossible to repeat, there is no way we can have that superior over the rest of the country because, for the reason I told we you before,
1: players, like for example we have guys. in the
3: women, the, the, with, the, with the girls, now right now we are mostly in the same situation we were before, but this is completely different for male, I mean, the, for, for kids, the the situation is completely different and we know that we have to accept, accept and assume that and focus more on, on giving the opportunity to our young players to grow and to grow. Step by step, toward the first team to, to prepare them to be the next, you know, main national team players in the in the next uh, generation, in the next Olympic cycle.
1: You were talking about the tactics of the Spanish sort of federation in general. Is that something that, knowing that your players right now aren't, aren't getting bigger, in, in fact they're more going down smaller in size, that you might say, all right, well we have to we have to actually start changing our tactics. Not more than team our basic or you're not there that level
3: yet. More than our tactic to make it, uh, the, our idea to have a common line from under 12 to, un, to the first team. Of course, means that under 12 should look similar to under 13, under 13 to under 14, and so on and so on. This is our idea to go in the same direction, but progressively and of course according to the age of, uh, of the kids. Yeah. So we want to give up a little bit of strategies of tactics of of uh, you know getting the best of uh, of uh, a single player in every single team in uh, in the direction of having mostly same basketball uh run from from uh, from the bottom to the top in order to prepare our players to grow to grow in the same direction. This is this is
1: our idea. There's a lot of talk before the, the FIBA window started, you know, good or bad. Is it gonna happen or what not? Is there gonna be a solution or whatever? Uh, when you played that first game in, in Montenegro, what was going through your mind? You're like, wow, this thing has actually happened. Like, you know, what were your, knowing all the history behind it and everything else, what were you thinking when it actually, when the games, when the, when the balls actually went up in November?
3: Well, when the game start, you don't think and do basically nothing else than trying to win it. But uh, I think we did a good job preparing it since last summer. What gave us an advantage, uh, probably respect, uh, you know, comparing with the other countries that from last summer, we had a specific training camp. With, the, the, let's say, a big nucleus of of, uh, of uh, this team, which which we knew was probably going to compete Pretty in available. this qualification. Yeah, right. with the available players, yeah. seven or eight of them were there. We started to, you know, to put it together to make their own assistant, to make a couple of exhibition games against Israel, second team, and, uh, you know, to fill them part. Of, of, of Spanish national team, to, to respect them, to treat them like the important players they are, and uh, to follow up also during the first month of this season, send, sending them, uh, you know, material, um, our, our, uh, you know, playbooks, uh, video, what we wanted to do. So basically we start our training camp, our very short training camp, four days training camp, with uh, already, big part of the job done you know and 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 then the attitude of the player was fantastic I mean they came young or veteran they came in with only one desire to prove that they can be at the age of the situation and and be uh, the dignest part of uh, one of the most respected uh, team in the modern uh, basketball European basketball history so, combining both things, the, the little advantage we get and the great attitude of the players, we, we of course, overachieved. Nobody would expect that we could you know, win the two games like that uh, against top teams who, who had uh, 50% or even more of the players we, which, which were into the Euro- yeah. European European Championship uh, Turkey European Championship roster So now we see probably we lost a little bit of the first advantage But we believe we can keep the second part. I mean the attitude the soul and the togetherness of, uh, of the player who, who um, You know made part of, uh, of that thing.
1: The biggest part of those two victories in that whole window you know that you take now going towards the game at, at Belarus and then at home at at Montenegro. What are the the, the key points of that whole window that you take going I forward? I think the
3: spirit and also that uh, we play good basketball and we we basically uh, can start from not from from page one but from age already 50 or whatever, you know, we have we are, we are already some basketball behind us as a team maybe we can make a little bit a couple of adjustments we can put in some of the players we were already thinking to 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 count on them who were injury the first window i mean not not change too much keep keep the same track keep being on on the same way but maybe improving a little bit since we know as i said that we are going to lose the advantage of uh, being the team who probably prepared better in the previous month this
1: okay you um, may just talk about one guy who really in my eyes continued to really push forward at the club level and, and, and did it uh, Cologne uh, 20 20 points a game and six and a half assists may just what are your thoughts about how uh, Queen performed
3: well um Wikino was I mean I I took a risk, basically. I went a little bit azar last summer. I said, hey, no matter what will happen, FIBA, Yuri, whatever, you're going to be the starter of this team because it's time Spanish basketball will give you uh, some, some you know, compliments, some uh, recognize, recognition, yeah. recognize, recognition about what you have done so far and unfortunately couldn't you couldn't uh, get because so many great players were playing your position throughout this year like Calderon, Rubio, uh, Sergio Rodriguez even Guillem Vives so I felt that that was the right way to manage this situation Kino is a great player, Kino is, is a really top level pointer I mean uh, he's a little bit, uh, came a little bit late into, into the you know the ranking top ranking in, in uh, European point guard, but uh, I felt that he he was ready for this and uh, and uh, he responded unbelievable of course he gave us back much more than, we, than what we gave him because he really get the team in his hands felt the team like uh, tra- tremendous responsibility of, of leading towards a success and he has he has the skills. I mean, he has basketball knowledge. He has great passing ability. He is an excellent scorer. I mean, he's he's a overall very good player.
1: As a coach, as a coach, you always have a a, a chance to call a timeout and, and you know maybe change this tactic of a game and or or, or whatever. And you know, um, how much different is it watching your son play? You know, your son here, Alessandro, is playing for Unicaja Malaga at this at the at, at this tournament. You've been watching him play basketball, when, you know, whenever he's played basketball. But how how different is it to be a father up in the stands, knowing you have absolutely nothing you can do?
3: Well, first of all, you have to be aware of uh, objectively try to be, but nobody's never objective enough, right? With his son, but try to he's one of the youngest kids in this competition. It's late 2001. I mean, uh, and then he's still this kind of a late, late doomer uh, guy. One, one. He's a kid who has a lot to, to, to grow, to mature physically in his basketball knowledge. He has some talent, but what I'm concerned of is that he grows as a, as a good uh, sportman. I mean, with the right values, with uh, I mean, being a good student, understanding that uh, it's possible to combine, uh, at least up to a certain level, um, being a good student with trying to be a good player and be a good team player, become uh, a good pointer in terms of uh, understanding the game, knowing that uh, scoring is just a part of this, especially in his position. I mean, I don't want him, I'm not the kind of a, of a dad who's crazy to see him like score 20 points or, or, or you know. Be, be the, I mean, I, I prefer much more to see him, you know, play different, passing the ball, understanding the game, made the right decision and, uh, you know, growing in a, in a pretty uh, harmonic way, no, not, not in, a, in, a, in a way which put him in a showcasing like uh, more than what he is right now. I know that he has a lot to improve and to grow. But just, you know, keep his, his step, make, make his steps and keep growing, in a, in a, in a, you know, with a good pace, without rushing, and especially, I repeat it, keep, keeping his, his studies like a priority, because you never know what, what can happen in, a, in basketball, I mean, you better keep two, not, not plan A, plan B, two plan A, pretty, pretty high in your priori- priorities and, 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 and uh, very alive in your, in your life.
1: All right, with that, I'm gonna let you go. Thanks a lot for your
0: time. Thank you.
1: Okay, um, yeah. Always good to uh, always good to sit down and chat with uh, with Coach uh, Scariolo, and um, uh, interesting stuff. You know, that it's true. They're not, you know, that, that that Spanish that's that Spanish team is. You know, they're definitely not uh, uh, as dominant as they've been in the past, and uh, just haven't been getting. The elite results. Um, they're also not going to be at the under seventeen World Cup this summer. Uh, they lost to, I, I believe they lost to, um, I believe they lost to uh, da, 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 Turkey in the in the fifth place game, and so that uh, is taking them out of the World Cup this year, this under seventeen World Cup. So yeah, um, you know there are some talents, obviously, but you know fewer. And so it's going to be interesting to see how this national team system develops and how they if they weren't trying to make any changes or whatnot. And all right, so with that, I think I'm going to let you go. Um, again, you know, go check out all the games on the on Adidas the Next Generation tournament, uh, Shagiris uh YouTube uh website. Uh, YouTube site Go check that out Um, The song you're going to be listening to Is called Drowning in Ego It is by Girls on Grass It's available on freemusicarchive.org Enjoy it, enjoy all the basketball And we will talk to you next week
3: My name Sergio Scariolo and you are listening to Taking the Charge.